Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Anyway, let's, uh, yeah. let's chat All Blacks, mate. Bledisloe Cup coming up Saturday, the second one. The bear has been poked by that golfing fella. What's his name? The young fella who plays Andrew for the Wallabies. Andrew Someone Callaway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's poked the bear, silly boy. And um, there's a couple of little... Uh, selection dilemmas. Do you think in the in the ABs? Do you think they'll make some changes? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting um, situation at the moment. There's a lot of chat. There's a lot of you know, Sam Whitlock's come out and he said there's a lot of competition in the squad, and I think the squad goes well when there's uh, all that internal competition. And and he's right. There's so many players in there at the moment that that are not getting opportunities. And I want to chat. And I want to ask you out in the public if you've got any ideas of where you think potential changes will be. Or how the makeup of the All Black squad leading into this final Bledisloe Cup test in New Zealand, or what you would want to see uh, coming into this weekend. Give us a text on double eight double three. We want to hear your insights and what you're thinking. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Lucies is where they're going to probably potentially make some changes. I'm thinking a guy like Blackadder will come into six. Uh, Ethan Blackadder. What does he bring? He brings uh, an um, uh, an unreal work rate. He's uh, his ability to get up off the ground. Um, you know, get back into the line. He brings so much heat on the defence. And he actually is a bit of a ball player. He's great over the ball. So his ability to work hard for 80 minutes, I think that's what Ethan brings. I, I would put uh, Adi Savier at seven. I think opens eyes his position. He's great over the ball. His ability to get turnovers, his jackal, his work, his breakdown area is um, is world class. So for me, I'd move him to seven. And then I'd put Hoskins to two to eight. Hoskins to two two out of the All Blacks, uh, Auckland Blues, uh, the Blues side in Auckland. Um, I think his ability off the back of that scrum, he's so quick, he's lightning. His ball playing around the field is uh, is second to none. He's so good. So I think that that kind of loose forward um, trio makeup is where they're going to probably potentially make a lot of changes. And then for me, where I'm comfortable is fullback. Uh, it's a big talking point at the moment. They've got world-class players. You've got Bodie Barrett that could play there. You've got Damian McKenzie who could play at the back. You've got a Will Jordan that hasn't been given an opportunity since Fiji, I think it was, in the in the second test, or Tonga, uh, when he scored five tries against Tonga. Um, so who do I think that they're going to go? I think they're going to hopefully... They're probably going to prove me wrong in a couple of hours when they name the team, but I'm looking for them to give Geordie Barrett a go there at, at the back. And what does that bring for Geordie? Well, Geordie's a big man. And what they lack in that first Bledisloe Cup, I felt, I thought they lacked a bit of punch uh, from the outside channels. So someone like Geordie who brings a, a work rate, he's big, he's physical, he's great in the air, and he brings that another attacking, uh, attacking kick kind of situation. He's got a boot to a monstrous right, hand, right foot boot. So he can kick you out of, out of trouble. And uh, so Geordie Barrett, for me, is where they're going to bring him in. And he's going to bring fullback. And that changes the whole setup of that uh, reserve list as well. What do you do? You can put, obviously, Bodie will be in there covering 10 and 15. So that potentially changes. They could probably bring on a uh, midfield option. 
for that that midfield that cover like a Quinn Tupia, uh, Braden. I know Braden's probably not going to play because he's um, playing uh, needs. He's just come back from injury, but that just changes the whole setup of that of that reserve list. You can afford to bring on a maybe a potentially another Ford, or or just put on a midfielder. What are your thoughts, Baz? Uh, well, I was just going through it. Um, so you've gone Ethan Blackadder at six, Artie Sever at seven, Hoskins Satuto at eight. The only thing is, while we've probably been on air, we haven't actually seen this, but it's uh, Hoskins Satuto has been named to start at eight for counties this weekend. So would that mean... Well, there you go. That's proved I mean, me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would would the All Blacks, uh, like they would obviously have to communicate with... Um, the provinces around who's going to be available and who's playing, right? So mm. could counties just have named him there and, and not have got it right, or would that mean that he's not going to be starting for the All Blacks? Uh, no, no, so he's going to be playing. He's going to be playing. But that's that's tomorrow night. That's Friday night. Yeah, he's definitely not going to be playing for the All Blacks, so that proves my theory wrong. But I'm just saying, if that was me, I'd put him at number eight, and I'd start Blackadder at six, and I'd start Artie at seven. That's kind of the makeup that I'm kind of looking for. Um just yeah, I just feel like that's that's my top combination. If I was in the All Blacks environment, that's the team that I'd run out for. Okay, and Geordie at the back, and that's as you've said mainly for that kicking game and the big big presence, which makes total sense, right? It's he's a big man. Mm. What is he? Six foot, six foot plenty, isn't he? Not the worst cricket. Yeah, he's either, huge. He's huge. Hoskins a tutu man. His. Um, his ball playing skills is unbelievable, um, but I feel like they're gonna. Someone's texted in here and they've said loose trio will be Akita at six, Artie at seven, and Luke Jacobson at eight. So that potentially would be the starting uh, number eight. That makes sense for me. Jacobson made a huge difference in the second test against Fiji. He's well balanced. Maybe Jordan on the wing for Reese to bring some size to the back line. That's a fair enough summation there. Yeah. Oh, there's some good selectors out there. I actually met that Luke Jacobson the other day at Tim Seifert's wedding. He, he was a nice fella. Very nice fella. You're right, you said balance, the word balance, because he's not that big, is he? Like, he's a biggish man, but he's not, like, oversized. Well, he's played a lot at six. He's played a lot at six as well, so he brings that kind of um, breakdown area factor to his game, but he's actually really mobile as as well as Luke Jacobson. He's, he's very mobile, so his ability off the back of that scrum will be will be great. Uh, but, mate, that's the thing. They've just got so many options to choose from in this environment. I, for, I totally forgot about Luke Jakes, and I was looking at a Satutu and it, someone like him and what he brings, and then you think back to, to Luke Jacobson, who hasn't even been in the fold for since the second Fiji test, and you kind of forget about it. Mm. So that's the thing. They've got tons of competition in this environment, and whoever they pick will will have to go out there and, and then do well. Is, it, is there any area you think from the other night where you can instantly plug and play. Like there's two different, I talked with this a lot about, uh, with Stephen Fleming, a lot about how you try and structure a, a squad. And you either have like a, a plug and play theory where you can put someone in and fix that problem instantly. Or you have a Zen kind of theory of selection where you know the guy hasn't necessarily had his best game, but the calmness that it creates mm. with a consistent selection philosophy allows all of those to just gradually improve their game. So there's two different theories there. Do you think the All Blacks need a plug-and-play theory today? And is there someone who, uh, for Saturday, sorry, and is there someone in that lineup who you think could come in and instantly make a big difference? 
Uh, yeah, well, mate, that's the thing. It's, it's one of those things. They could play the safe option. They could go down the safe option, or they could go for that, that different option where someone obviously brings a bit of flair, brings a bit of, uh, you know, razzle-dazzle, but potentially could make a few, uh, you know, mistakes along the way. And whether they're comfortable with that, whether they're happy with, you know, having that punt, uh, I 100% think Will Jordan needs to play. He's... He's one of those players for me that he he's a game breaker. You know, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a guy that can score tries from everywhere. His ability when he gets that ball, he is lethal with the ball in hand. He can create something out of absolute nothing. So someone like him, who's very raw, don't get me wrong, there's been times in his game as well where he could potentially drift away or or make, you know, little crucial errors or, or little lacks of um you know, uh, decision making, making the wrong decision at the wrong time. So whether they're gonna, they could, they they're happy to go down that factor of, do we want the razzle dazzle, someone that can create something out of nothing, and deal with the the, the decision making at certain times when he's making the wrong decision. That's the kind of factor that these All Black coaches coaches have to have to deal with, whether they do go with the exciting or they go with the safe. I'm unsure. What do I love? I love the exciting. I want people to, you know, go out there and see someone doing some. Amazing things, and a Will Jordan is that guy. Well, what about this fella as well? Here's a text from Fergus. I quite like this one to back up your point. There is, hey lads, is he surely your old mate Bridgie gets a run out wide? A bit of gizzy energy from the Lindy Land boy would bring something a bit different. Definitely a man that puts Kinner in his omelet. How's about that? <laughs> up the gizzy boys. Yes, Fergus. Yeah, good, yes. great. Text. No, oh, hundred percent. But that's the thing. You got a guy like George Bridge who's not getting a look in. You got Sever Reese on the wing, Rico Ioani, Brad Nenor's gone back to play uh ten. You got Will Jordan standing on the sidelines, you got Geordie Barrett just struggling to get in the team as well. You got Bowden Barrett on the bench. Like they have just got talent and talent. And and Bridgie, no, we know what Bridgie will bring. He's very safe, he's great under the high ball. His biggest attacking um his biggest attacking trait for me is his ability to chase that ball and get up and, and retain those high ball kicks that Aaron Smith potentially might, might go to this week. Um, so this, we're not lost. Whoever gets that, that position is, you know, the thing with Bridgie, he's safe. He's safe. I know what he's going to bring. He's going to do his job. He's going to make his tackles. He's going to finish tries when he gets that opportunity. But then you put a guy like Will Jordan in there who's so unpredictable, he can just do something out of nothing. That's what I want to see. Someone like him getting an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that theory as well as. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.